Get ready to jumpstart your scientific career with practical advice on being a successful and contented scientist. Each episode of the Happy Scientist podcast delivers hands-on, actionable steps you can take to ensure you stay happy, focused, and satisfied in the lab. Available on all popular podcast platforms, hit the subscribe button and start your journey towards a more fulfilling scientific career. the happy scientist podcast each episode is designed to make you more focused more productive and more satisfied in the lab you can find us online at bitesizebio.com slash happy scientist your hosts are kenneth vote founder of the executive coaching firm vera claritas and dr nick oswald phd bioscientist and founder of bite size bio Hello and welcome to the Happy Scientist podcast from Bite Size Bio. If you want to become a happier, healthier and more productive scientist, you're in the right place. I'm Nick Oswald, the founder of BiteSizeBio.com and with me, the driving force of this podcast is Kenneth Vogt. I've worked with Ken for over seven years now with him as my business mentor and colleague and I knew that his expertise could help you and so he decided that he agreed to help me to make this podcast. So in these sessions, we will hear mostly from Ken on principles that will help shape you for a happier and more successful career. And along the way, I'll pitch in with points from my personal experience as a scientist and from working with Ken. Today, we will be discussing the fact that you have a to-do list, but do you have a not to-do list? But before we start, remember that in episodes one to nine of this podcast, we talk about the foundational principles of human needs, core mindsets and charisma factors which we will be referring to in all future episodes. So if you find this episode useful, please go back and listen to episodes one to nine to get an understanding of these life-changing concepts. So let's bring in the man himself. Kenneth, how are you today? I'm doing great, how are you? I'm good, thank you. So on your to-do list today was to record this podcast. (laughs) You know, we all have our methods to keep track of what we have to do for the day. And I'm not really here to talk to you about what your what kind of to-do list you have. Probably you have something that you're using. And if it's working for you, awesome. Keep doing it. If it's not working for you, well, <laughs> maybe you need to look around a little more. But um, some folks do just fine with just a, a, a pad of paper. And they just write down what they got to do for the day. And they do that. Some folks try and hold this in their head. And I will caution you that... That almost never works. So if you think you're remembering everything just fine, I promise you if you will try any system, you're going you're gonna to see improvements. And it could be something, as I say, as simple as a notepad. It could be a free application that, that's on your phone, and they all have them. Um, it could be a paid application on your phone, and there are plenty of them that are, are very inexpensive. Or it could be a full-blown project management system that just just organizes your whole existence. You know, it could be it could be Asana or Basecamp or or anything like that. I mean, there's there are all these options out there, and I'm not here to t- today to tell you which one to choose or how to choose them. Even what I want to talk about is something else. How many times do you get to the end of the day and everything on your list is checked off? Now, that's a rhetorical question of the rest of you, but I'm going to put that question to Nick. 
<laughs> what do <are> you? <laughs> and and that is a common experience. That is what often happens to folks. And what happens is you start to use your to-do list as a kind of a, a catch-all. You don't really intend to do all this today. It's just the stuff you want to remember that that you want to keep in mind for the day is what you, which many people are using your to-do list for. And that's okay. You know, I I will argue it's not optimal, but it's okay. If you can actually complete your to-do list every day and and to set yourself up for success from the beginning so that you only put on your to-do list what is doable today and having that satisfaction of crossing off everything on the list every day is really fantastic and it and if you get used to it if you have a day where you don't make it you redouble your efforts and and you reassess wow how did i convince myself that I could do these 10 things today when I could only do six. <laughs> it's interesting. It goes back to the, the previous episode about, you know, managing your dopamine. Mm-hmm. When you get a dopamine hit when you turn on, when you tick off a, a to-do and you get sure. a dopamine minus or whatever the other um, <laughs> the other one is, that, uh, about, you know, when, it, when you leave things on your to-do list that you, you know, intended to get done and then you don't, you don't do it. Yeah, exactly. And, and here's what happens to us. It's because there's, it isn't because you didn't work your list. You know, you may, you, you probably didn't start at item number one, do it until it was finished, then turn your full attention to item number two, do it until it's finished, etc. That's not usually how one's day goes. You don't look at your to-do list as, the things that are are the restrictions on what you can do today. You see your to-do list as things to do, but you don't see it as the only things to do today. And so you free yourself up to do other things also. And when I say free yourself up, I mean free. You, you feel free to do other things beyond your list. And of course, that has to be. You know, there are interruptions You've got to take a call. The boss wants something. You, you don't necessarily control every minute of your day. You know, you got a three-year-old tucking on your skirt. It happens. And, and you have to deal with that. You can't just pretend it away. Um, but, but the thing is, there are other things that are really getting in your way. And they are things that are, are kind of invisible to-dos. They're, they're getting on your list without you really choosing them or, or even being aware that it's happening. What'll happen is you're going along and you're doing whatever you're doing and then you realize you could do something else. And so you start excusing yourself. You start telling yourself, well, I can do this. You know, I, I, can, I can stop doing what I'm doing now and I can read this interesting article that just showed up in my email. I can do that. I can. Or it might be, well, you know, I've still got time to finish my to-do list. I, 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 can, I can break away for a minute. And, you know, you need to take breaks. I, I, I need some refreshment in my life. And so you, you go off and you do something like that. Or another one is like, well, there's nothing I can do. My next to-do is a scheduled event. It doesn't happen until 2 p.m. and it's... 
it's currently 10 a.m. I can't do anything on my list, I, so I have to do something with my time. So these are the things that get on there, but they don't get on there by choice. They don't get on there by, by contemplation. You didn't, you didn't sit down and think, all right, if any of that's true, what is the best use of this time? Instead of just what's the most uh, convenient or right in front of me use of my time. And those things keep getting on there. Now, here's the, here is the rub. Why are you doing that? Why would you do that? Why would you bother to make a to-do list and then let other things just kind of show up haphazardly? And the answer is, you're trying to maintain your freedom. Well, guess what? Your freedom is getting in your way. <laughs> and and that's, that's hard to hear because freedom is a wonderful thing. Freedom is a thing that we strive for. And in fact, most of us in our careers, why did we work so hard to, to get to this place to do what we're doing? Because we felt it would give us freedom. That, it would, that these opportunities that we've worked so hard for will now give us the freedom to do the things we want to do. And I don't just mean necessarily freedom to do things you want to do outside of work. I mean, you know, maybe you want to go fishing, maybe you want to go boating, maybe you want to go shopping, I don't know. But, but to give you freedom to do what you want to do for a living, to, to be able to be involved in things that, that are satisfying to you, and whether that's intellectually satisfying or physically satisfying or, or emotionally satisfying, whatever it was, that's the thing that we're all striving for. We all want that. And now I'm telling you that freedom is getting in your way. You know, what kind of heresy is this? <laughs> well, if you have a thought there, Nick, please. <laughs> I've never heard you say that before, but that is definitely, you've absolutely nailed why I um, stray from the, the to-do list because, yeah, I quite jealously guard my what I regard as my freedom, but I, I totally agree that it does then, you know, doing that and not... Uh, straying from that list and not just getting it done means that it just lingers those things that need to get done just linger and then that is a damper on everything else yeah exactly and one of the things that happens then too is that this stuff that then sneaks onto your to-do list it's just it's just water finding its own level it's it's the path of least resistance so it's what's right in front of you it's something that Again, we've talked about this before. We'll give you that short-term pleasure, uh, that short-term satisfaction if I do this, as opposed to something that has a long-term benefit for you. That's the stuff that will sneak onto your list. But what you got to do with your freedom is use it to your advantage. See, now, think of it this way. You are free to set your own limits. You can say whether or not something is acceptable at this time and uh, this this is reminiscent of episode 15 where we talked about the difference between between deciding and choosing because there's a lot of decisions going on with these invisible to-dos that are popping in there those are just decisions it's they're simple decisions as opposed to choices the choices were the ones that you you explicitly put on your list they were different they're ones that that you put in place on purpose, as opposed to things that were driven by reasons, and I say that in air quotes, 
There's a reason why you're doing this thing that's not on the list right now. And that reason may not be terribly good or it may not be terribly complete. Um, and it may not be supportive of what you actually want to get done and what, what you actually want to accomplish. Like what you're hearing? Ready to supercharge your scientific career? Discover practical advice on what it takes to be a successful scientist without sacrificing happiness. Learn the importance of meeting your human needs, identifying and unlocking your charisma factors, discovering your core mindsets, and much more. Subscribe to the Happy Scientist podcast and download the Happy Scientist reference pack and get started on your journey to becoming a happier scientist today. Subscribe now and check the show notes to download. So, the answer to all this is to have not-to-dos. Now, I've said to have a not-to-do list, um, but I'd like to qualify that a little bit. I'm not saying you have a to-do list and then separate over here, unrelated to it, is the not-to-do list. It's actually, these are not-to-do items on your to-do list <laughs> because you need to see them. They need to be there. Now, if you think about this now, if you look at your recent activity and say, what, what things have been sneaking onto my to-do list? What invisible to-dos keep showing up? And they're not going to be things you're proud of. <laughs> it's not going to be that, well, I finally got to that backlog of research that I was supposed to do. No, no, that's not what happened. Um, it's going to be other things. It's going to be things that maybe you sh should never do. It sh will be things that m maybe you, you should do them, but only after all the other work is done. Or it could even be things that are worthwhile. It's just they're not presently supportive of what you're trying to accomplish. So let me give you some examples of that. If you found yourself, instead of doing your to-dos, you're, you're you know, browsing the entertainment section of, of, of the paper and, and you're catching up on the Cardassians, you know, is that really helping you with anything in your life? Is that, is that taking you anywhere forward? And, and I understand, I'm not being critical of, of entertainment or, or, or of the Cardassians. <laughs> if, that, if that floats your boat, power to you. But it has a place. But there are definitely things you know they are not good for you. You know, it's, you know that's happening. You know it's not beneficial. And you, when you look back at you know, the last week or two and think, what keeps showing up? What do I keep doing? And you're going to find a few of those things perhaps. Like, wow, I really shouldn't be doing that. I've got to stop turning on Netflix and getting a carton of ice cream. I just got to stop that. You know, um, and so let me, let me put that to you, Nick. If you're in the lab, <laughs> in the lab, what, can, can you think of anything that might be things you just plain should never do, but people do them? Not things that you should, well, there are obviously safety things you should never do, but oh, okay. <laughs> habitual things you should never do. I, I don't think there's anything, nothing that, I mean, it's just general, really. It's it's kind of maybe not bringing, not getting into the habit of putting Netflix on the computer. Or, or, <laughs> yes. It's this kind of idea of mixing in, for me, it would be mixing in pleasure with your working time or, or entertainment with your working time, because mm -hmm. it's a creep. And I remember, yeah. I know that, you know, one of the things that I got drawn into at one stage in the lab was we would go for way too many coffee breaks. And uh -huh. 
And so then, you know, that was kind of like a group thing. <laughs> and mm -hmm. then it became that it was just, it just fragmented the day too much. And it meant, meant that you actually stayed at work longer as well. Um, ah. Because it took longer to get things done. So um, probably, you know, that would be on the not to do more than once a day or something list. <laughs> sure. Well, and that's something you can do. You know, you can say, you can have on your to-do list, take one coffee break or take two coffee breaks. When it's and and then your not to do list is don't take a third coffee break, <laughs> you know. So you know it's always there. And the idea of putting it down, it's something you will continually see. It'll be a continual reminder. Don't take a third coffee break. Don't take a third coffee break. Don't take a third coffee break. You will keep noticing that. Now there are other things that might be there that that you keep doing, but it's not that they're wrong or even bad. It's that. It's not the time for them. So what you got to do is, again, on your not-to-do task is no Netflix until 7 p.m. Or, you know, or no surfing the net until till after work or whatever it is you, you got to say to yourself. And you know, perhaps in, in your work, you need to be on the Internet. You need to be looking for things. So maybe you need to have a, a not-to-do there is, is not to get off track and and surf you know surf away from your actual work and again putting something down in writing that you will keep reading is good for you now the examples that we're giving you may not hit for you at all they may not matter to you you're like i just don't do that you know i'm, I'm never gonna i'm never gonna put a movie on while i'm in the lab that's not gonna happen you know <laughs> okay great um, other people oh, are sitting there going, I hope nobody hears this because uh, I would do that, <laughs> you know. So, you know. The ice cream, that's, you're, you're kind of hitting the nail on the head for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> so, you know, whatever it turns out to be that is standing in the way. And now that's some other things too. And you might be some things that you think, well, that's not really the impact. But hey, if you're going to the vending machine every hour and loading up on snacks that are not, that are are making you bogged down physically and are making you foggy mentally or if you're drinking too much caffeine you keep you keep wiring yourself up and it's hard to 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 hold a straight thought in your head you know those are the things that you need to put down because they're personal to you you know what you need and it, you know this is your to-do list this isn't something you're broadcasting to the world or telling anybody else so you know you put you put those things on there and if things need to have time restrictions, then put them on there. And, and it might be that, uh, you know, I never look at my email again after 9 a.m. You know, if that's a system that works for you, that you check your email first in the morning, but by, when, when the clock strikes 9, it's over. You know, great. Now, a lot of people, that's dangerous. They, they can't do email first thing. They really need to do email last thing. So they have to tell themselves, okay, until 4 p.m., I don't look at email. <laughs> Okay, so I mentioned uh, this a few times in previous episodes, and it's kind of getting a bit worrying that it keeps coming back to this for me. But uh, mm -hmm. a great thing that I use for uh, not, you know, for controlling these sort of things uh, that happen inside a device or inside uh, a computer, you know, like checking emails or watching Netflix or whatever, are um, is the app Freedom.io, and mm -hmm. um, you know, again, basically, it's a thing you can use to block out on a time basis or a permanent basis, any um, websites or apps or, or whatever that are suck, sucking up your time. 
And the number of times I've just created more time for myself by just realizing that something's taken up way too much time and either severely restricting the window it's available to be used or completely removing it um, using that app is great. And, and that thing about, you know, freedom is, is quite an interesting thing because there's nothing for me, what works really well is uh, making it so that I can't access email after six o'clock, for example. And the freedom you feel after, you know, when that, that you can't physically can't access the email after six o'clock is, um, is, is amazing actually. And right. And it gives you permission to set it, set it aside. Yeah. And, and it kind of forces you to do it. So you don't have that tight. I mean, maybe that's just my weak will. It's this whole thing about just making it so that you don't have to rely on willpower all the time. Uh-huh. That's what that I find that app useful for. So that's sure. it. And, and it also gives you permission. You know, yes. Sometimes people don't, they feel like I can't stop. I, I, I'm a bad person if I stop. Well, <laughs> here you go. You had to stop. So now there's a third thing that could, that could be sneaking onto your list and should become a, a not to do. And those are worthwhile things that it's just not the right time for. So let's say that you've got a future project that's coming up. It's not time to start yet, and you're still engaged in, in your present project, but this future project's on your mind, and it's exciting, and you're, you're really looking forward to getting into it. And so you find yourself doing tasks for that future project now, which is slowing down your present project, which is in turn slowing down you getting to your future project. <laughs> um, you know, and it could be other things, too. It could be other things that are outside of it. Maybe you're... You're taking piano lessons, and and so now you're stopping and you're 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 practicing. Now that's a good thing to do if you want to learn how to play piano, but it's a bad thing to do if you needed to be doing something else related to your career. <laughs> you know, so again, sometimes you got to put that on the list. I will not practice piano un- until after the kids are in bed. You know, whatever it is that that you need to do to place that that barrier in front of you. And it gives you, this by the way, gives you freedom. You are now free to do the things that you actually chose to do for today. You, you, are, you are set free in a way that you might not have expected. Now, you don't have the same, you know, in the moment freedom, but it's creating freedom for your future. You're, you're making the best possible decisions, or the best possible choices that is, so that you are now free to do the things you want to do with your, your life and with your career. And you, you will, if you keep allowing things to, to sneak their way into your to-do list, it's going to keep slowing you down. And everything you really want is going to be delayed. Now, I know you don't want that. So this is just a simple method that you can add on to your whatever to-do list methodology you use. Add some not-to-dos. Make sure they're the ones that you really need and you're going to find your day is more productive. So I think that's a wrap for this right now. Well, that was a very short one, Ken. <laughs> We're getting faster. So <laughs> I think that's a really useful thing. And um, what occurred to me there was that, uh, you know, by freeing yourself up from what feels like the, the freedom in, in the moment of just doing whatever you want, you 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 save yourself the stress and the you know the the complete lack of freedom of being forced into you know meeting a deadline or something that that you've gone to or um 
or something like that. You know, that where you just store up all of the pain for later, if you like. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Quite, quite good at that one. So I'm getting better at that, though. <laughs> it's not quite as bad as it used to be. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> okay, so I think we'll wrap that up for today. So that just leaves me to, before we go off, is to remind you to um, visit the uh, our Facebook page, facebook.com forward, forward slash the Happy Scientist Club. And there you'll find all sorts of different angles on the things that Ken and I are talking about in these podcasts. Um, and we'll, we, you, can, you can meet us there and discuss things with us there. So again, we'll just thank you, Ken, for, uh, the, for the, another uh, great insight. And we'll see you in the next episode. All right, see you. Thanks. Bye. scientist is brought to you by bite size bio your mentor in the lab bite size bio features thousands of articles and webinars contributed by hundreds of phd scientists and scientific companies who freely offer their hard-won wisdom and solutions to the bite size bio community Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode and want to keep learning practical tips on being a happy and successful scientist, don't wait any longer. Subscribe to the Happy Scientist podcast and download the Happy Scientist reference pack today. And together, let's reignite that passion for science that first got you into the lab. Remember, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. So hit that subscribe button now and check the show notes to download.